the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Southern California Live for Hour 2. Great to be with you on this very hot Wednesday here in Southern California. We're on from 3 to 5. Each and every weekday, it's always good to be with you. You can join the conversation, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And uh, this hour, what I want to ask you is this question is, do you, do you praise God like for real? Not just in a routine, you go and you sing a couple of songs, but what does praise mean to you? Do you praise God because he is is worthy? Or maybe if if that's a little too abstract for you, how do you feel about praise? Do you praise your employees, your kids, your your parents, other people? There's something about praise that is an interesting thing because we need it. It's such a positive thing. It helps complete a relationship. Um, praise. It When we praise somebody, it completes or something, you know, if maybe it's just a, you know, some not, you know, some kind of achievement that somebody made and we give praise for it, it completes our enjoyment. It's great to leave a movie, for example, and say, wasn't that great? You know, and to be with other friends who you went to see it with and say, that was really, really great. That you know, Praise is something, it, it kind of completes a transaction, and it's the same way in relationships, and it's, it's very, very important. I wonder if sometimes, though, we struggle with that in the Bible because God wants our praise. He's worthy of our praise and he he demands our praise really. And I think some people are like, what kind of a God, you know, demands, you know, to be praised? Um, I think it's, we think that when we miss the idea of praise. Uh, C.S. Lewis once wrote this. He said, the miserable idea that God should in any sense need or crave for our worship like a vain woman wanting compliments uh, or a vain author presenting his new books to people who ever met or heard him. You know, he's saying, you know, well, even if God needed it, why would he come to us? Why would God come to us as low as we are compared to him? Why would he come to us? Um, he, C.S. Lewis would say, when we're trying to understand praise, just like a, I don't want my dog to bark approval of my books. Why is he commanding us to glorify him? Why is this part of what we are supposed to, why is God doing this? And the answer is that God is inviting us to enjoy him the way he enjoys us as well. We're called to praise God, but in doing that, we're being invited to come and fully enjoy God, to capture the awe of God. Do you have experiences of awe in your life? What what makes you take notice of something? You know how you go to the 4th of July or see fireworks someplace and people go, ooh, ah, there's something inspiring about that, right? Last night, once again, you're listening to Southern California Live. You can join our conversation. Tell me what you think about praise, 888-528-2557. How do you praise God? How do you feel about it? Uh, praise, 888-528-2557. Last night, uh, SpaceX launched one of its rockets off. And if you're fortunate enough here in Southern California, they launched them 
often from the Vandenberg Space Force Base. Yes, we call it the uh, the Space Force Base. And it's still funny. It's a very serious thing, the, the Space Force. And, you know, everybody kind of laughed and mocked at that when it came about. But uh, it's a serious thing. It's very serious in the world we live in. Anyway, it's Vandenberg Space Force Base. And if you happen to have a clear night, you can see from a lot of places in Southern California, particularly if you're on uh, the coastal side, you can see the rockets shoot off into space. So I went outside last night about 1030, and I took my phone out there, and I got to watch this rocket streak across the sky. And I took a video of it. I, I posted that on my social media. You can go find it if you want to look me up that way. It's on the uh, the story pages. But, uh, you know, it is – there is something – inspiring about that. I don't know why. You know, to me, it just is that, and I watched the whole thing. So I'm watching it on a video uh, because there, and then you get a better picture of it on the video, of course. And it launches off into space. Eventually I get to see it. Now, if you watch the video I took, I, I don't know if the sound I heard is the sound of the rocket or if the sound I heard is a plane that was flying over and it just happened to co- correspond. So I, I, left, I left the sound in there because it just made it feel better. Uh, I hope that some of the sound, I think the beginning of it, the sound that I was hearing was the sound of the rocket and then eventually it was probably too far away. But I was in awe of this. And I thought to myself, I don't think I've actually maybe once or twice seen this. If It's great when it gets launched. If you watch this, at night you can see it from far away. It's much better when it gets launched and it's right after sunset because then what happens is the sun hasn't descended. I know the sun's not really descending. The earth hasn't spun a certain way against the sun. The sun is still present enough on the other side of the earth that the sun will highlight the the contrails coming out of the rocket. And you see it just streak across the sky. And I'm amazed at the, the technology then. It finally disappeared. You could see it. You probably can't see it on my video. I didn't post that much. But you you could see a red dot of the flame coming out of this rocket. And it's it's launching uh, this uh, communication system that uh, SpaceX is doing. And the very next thing that happens, and I couldn't see this in person, but I could watch it in the video, is this rocket then drops back down to Earth and lands on a little floating uh, thing out in the middle of the ocean. And uh, they bring it in. They can use it again. It's amazing. And I thought to myself, you know, I have so much awe at this. Is do we have awe at the Lord God for who he is. See, that's what he's he's asking for, some some awe. And I suppose if SpaceX people were interested, you know, they're probably looking for some applause. Hey, that was really cool. I posted, you know, I tagged them in my video and stuff. There's there's something about praise that says, hey, this is really good. We like praise. You know, we, we do. We praise our kids all the time. We praise different things that are going on. We're people who need to praise uh, do you post pictures of your kids on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, different places? Do you send them to grandparents? Do you do that? What are you looking for? Uh, you're looking for likes, right? And you're looking for people to chime in on them. Is it always just because you're full of yourself and you're a narcissist? I don't think so. I think I think sometimes that's the case. But I think that for a lot of us, we just like and need praise. It's part of their relationship. 888-528-2557 if you want to join the conversation. How do you feel about praise? Do you praise God? What's your favorite part about praising God? What are you in awe of maybe is also a good question. 
what is it that you see or experience and you just, you don't need a full explanation. Like I, I'm interested, I suppose, in some of the science, but I don't really care to know whatever SpaceX does to get that thing off in the air. I'm just amazed that they do it. In in some ways, when we find out and we learn too much, sometimes it, it takes away the awe, right? I, I like magic tricks, and I, I have studied a lot of how to do them. I'm not real good at it. I haven't done the practicing. But most of the time, if I go see a magician, uh, I can't do the trick, but a lot of the time I know how the trick is done. And I have to tell you, it's kind of a bummer to know how it's done because you lose the awe factor. You lose the the sense that you're watching this magician and you you lose the sense that this guy's reading my mind. He's of the devil. You know, what happens uh, when you know how to do the trick? And it's always a trick. I feel like sometimes we lose that when we try to put God in a box or we try to figure out everything about God. We lose the awe factor. What are you in awe of? Do you have that experience? See, the the way that we're people who like, love to praise, right? If you post a cute picture of your kid or something, people will chime in and they'll praise them. Oh, how cute your kid is, all this and that. And in real life, we praise our kid for funny things. Remember when, you're, when your child is potty training, what do you do when they finally get it right? You clap. Yay, good for you. And they cheer and you praise. It's, it's important to do that. I remember when I was potty training my kids. Uh, my routine was I'd take my kids eventually during the day, whenever it was daddy day, uh, we'd go to Costco and uh, we'd go there because of the free samples, just to be perfectly honest. You know, sometimes you get a whole meal and if you don't, there's a hot dog outside for a buck fifty. Uh, and it's a nice little outing. Plus, I do the shopping and everything. But, you know, you you get to have a uh, relationship with the, the Costco uh, sample ladies who I'm, I'm grateful are back uh, after the shutdown. And I remember my I took my boy, James, into the restroom at Costco in his potty training period, and uh, he did it. And we started clapping and, and praising him in the Costco restroom, and people in there joined in, and everybody clapped. Now, nobody's doing that for the adults in there going to the restroom. That would be really weird, and somebody would probably, uh, you know, call the manager, have you removed. But for the kids, you clap and you praise them. And then I remember putting him in the cart, and we went to this this sample lady, and he says, I went poo-poo in the potty. (laughs) And the best thing is, is she knew right what to do. She got right into it. She said, you did? Well, then you get to have an extra piece of this maple bacon that I have cooked so crispy and well located behind door number 200 behind me. And she gave him extra bacon, and I got extra bacon, and everybody chimed in, and we, we cheered We praise each other. We're moved to praise the things that we love and admire, the things that bless us, the people that bless us. And it's great. And it's it's great to receive, but the thing is, it's even greater to give it. It is so fun when you get that opportunity and such such a great part of a relationship to build people up. What are you in awe of? What do you think about praise? You're listening to Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-255. Seven, Mike and Chino Hills. Welcome to Southern California Live. Uh, hello, Scott. Thanks for taking my call and uh, all the points you've made there. Uh, for me uh, personally, uh, when I when I get up in the morning, first thing I do is I, I thank God for another day of life, and uh, you know, ask Him to uh, make me conform more like to the image of Jesus. I make my coffee, sit down, do my Bible reading devotions, uh, which I I hunger for every day. Uh, 
And then after that, I follow up with prayer. And the way I start my prayer is I, I don't start it. Um, I don't start off asking God for stuff. I'll, I'll try to kind of model my prayer after the Psalms of David and, and praise Him for who He is and for His marvelous creation. Uh, take into account uh, those things and uh, praising Him for uh, sending Jesus in, into the world and dying on the cross for my sins. And uh, for all the things he's, he's done in my life, his mighty deliverances, and, uh, you know, all he's provided for me. And uh, I'll spend a little, little time doing, doing these things, and then I'll go into, you know, you know, pray for my wife, you know, thank you for my wife, and so on and so forth. Uh, and that's what, you know, and I do that throughout the day, too. When I'm driving, I'll say, Lord, what a beautiful day you made today, you know, just mm. incredible. You know, I think that is... a. Uh... A great example of just how this completes our relationship with God. It's part of the the daily walk with the Lord, right? Is that if you were with somebody and they were sitting in your car and they showed you a piece of art, you would say, "Hey, that's great," right? You yeah. would, you would say that. Do you ever feel like it just becomes a routine for you? I mean, uh, awkward. I think sometimes when we talk about praising God in our prayers. When you talk about praising God through the day, I think sometimes people feel awkward about that. Have you had a sense about that, or did you get past that in some way? You know, I think that's an easy thing to slip into, uh, you know, because like anything else, it could become a habit. Uh, But I try not to let that happen because um, God is just wonderful, you know. And really, I think, uh, like you were saying earlier, uh, or alluded to earlier, I I think that praise benefits us, and it's more for our good, the way God designed us, like you said, you know, to to, um, to praise Him. You know, what you know, He doesn't need our praise, but it's really what we're designed to do and what He made us for. Yeah. Well, I think that, uh, you know, the idea that it's better to give than to receive, it's not just, what Jesus said, it's not just physical items like gifts, it's also the giving of of praise. It's a wonderful thing to be able to do in relationship. Thank you for your call, Mike. Appreciate it. Number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. We're talking about praise today. And in that praise, praising God, do you feel awkward about it? Like, I'm not, I'm trying to get beyond just the Sunday morning experience, but that is some of it. You go to church and you sing those songs. Do you really understand who you're singing those songs to? that you're singing them to the Lord. I'm amazed often at how many people uh, sometimes don't realize that, oh, yeah, I'm singing it to the Lord, that he's the one, he's the audience, right, that I am singing this song to. And when you when you get in that mode and you realize that you're you're praising God, it's great. And you realize that, you know, one of the things that people say when we, we pass away, right, is we go to funerals and we say that if it's somebody who walked with the Lord, we think that they're a believer. Somebody usually will get up and they'll say, well, you know, recently he heard from the Lord, well done, good and faithful servant. You know what that is? That's God praising us. It's, it is a part of a relationship that is so vital to praise our kids. Some of us struggle because we weren't sure if our parents we're really proud of us, for example. I know that many of you struggle with that. And what you are craving is praise, not not praise in a narcissistic, look at how great I am way. But it's there is a piece of it that is so important with relationship and enjoyment. C.S. Lewis would explain it this way. He said, I think we delight to praise what we enjoy, 
because the praise not merely expresses but completes the enjoyment. It is not out of compliment that lovers keep on telling one another how beautiful they are. The delight is incomplete until it is expressed. You know, I think that that is such a right way of looking at it. Uh, He says, he continues, he says this, it is frustrating to have discovered a new author and not be able to tell anyone how good he is or to come suddenly at the turn of a road upon some mountain valley of unexpected grandeur and then to have to keep it silent because the people with you care for it no more than a tin can in the ditch or to hear a good joke and find no one to share it with. And its conclusion is that we need praise and expressing praise completes the enjoyment. I wonder if we would enjoy church more if we really understood praise or understood if we would enjoy our relationship with God more if we understood how important praise is. Because when we praise God, you you enjoy Him more. You realize, you know, there is the expression of it. It is deep down an expression of worthiness, right? What is worthy of your praise? Uh, it is why there are writers, right, who will write praise in the back of a book. You ever get a book and you, you read the praise part? I, I go right to that. Whenever I'm looking at a book and I'm wondering maybe I should get this book, I, I read that stuff. Who is praising it and what are they saying? I'm interested in who they are because if I've heard of them, then maybe they have some credibility with my me or maybe they don't. Maybe I never trust that person's opinion or maybe I trust that person's opinion a lot. But they always call it praise, right? It's praise for that book. Why Why put that on the book? You know, part of it's marketing. They want to sell it. But there is something that's just very relational. It's a wonderful thing to say to somebody, hey, you would really like this book. It's a wonderful thing to say to somebody, this book really blessed me. I really grew because of this book. It's a wonderful thing to say, you should see this movie. You should, you know, there are movies or books, you know, that I like to enjoy with people. My oldest son, James, the one who uh, we praise for going poo-poo in the potty at Costco, well, he's uh, too old for that now. Uh, You know, now he would get in trouble if that was a problem for him. But he's also at an age now where he's starting to understand things in the world better. And he has read two of the Narnia books so far. He is gearing up for Lord of the Rings. Frankly, it's it's a harder read. I get that. You know, it's like 100 pages before anything happens. And then all of a sudden, but it's so descriptive. But he wants to. And he can watch other movies or we can talk about Bible stuff and he is asking great questions. And it is wonderful to enjoy that with somebody. This is why we are to praise God. This is the reason that that he commands us to glorify him. It's not because he's immature and narcissistic. We're called to praise God because we're invited to come and fully enjoy him, to capture his beauty, to be in awe of God. I think we make a mistake. It's something that we do in the West more than other parts of the world is we try to figure out how God does everything. Like I try to figure out how the magician does everything, and it spoils the awe. Now, you're not going to figure out how God does everything because he's God. You can't. If you could actually figure out how God does everything, then you would be God, and that would really spoil things. But when you can take a moment and just capture and understand the beauty and the power of who God is and recognize that this great God is our friend, our confidant, as well as our creator and our provider, it's fantastic. 
That's why you have so much praise in the Bible. That's why the Psalms are so full of praise. Psalm 11, or Psalm 100, shout for joy to the Lord all of the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. This is full of of praise. Do you praise God? Is this part of your daily life, your prayers? What are some ways that you are just in awe of what God does or what God has done? You can call and share that if you would like. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can also email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com, SoCalLive at KKLA. Dot com. We're talking about praise. When we get back, I'll talk about this a little bit further, and I'll take your calls on this subject. I think it is so critically important, and we're living at a time when, as I mentioned, people are more and more lonely. People are wondering what direction to go. People are lost. We are having polls that come out that just say how divided we are, all of this stuff. And the church not only do we need to come together, not only do we need to know his word, not only do we need to follow Jesus with our behavior, but a big piece of following Jesus, a big piece of the Christian life, a big part of having joy in this life, of of moving through the difficult circumstances that we all go through, is that we take time to praise God. It completes that relationship. Can I encourage you to do that? 888-528-2557. I will take your calls as soon as we get back. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. I will be back as the Wednesday edition of SoCal Live continues. You're listening to SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Great to be with you today. We're talking about praise And I'm asking a couple of different questions. What are you in awe of? We're talking about the need for praise, how it completes relationship. Do you praise God? Do you actually take the time to praise him in your prayers? Uh, Maybe you just have prayers where you just simply praise him and that's it. And why do that? Is it awkward? Is it, is it an, an awkward thing to do is, you know, do you, do you feel awkward maybe with, with praise? Sometimes people, uh, you know, especially in Southern California, I've noticed, you know, uh, they come to church kind of like we used to do at a Dodger game. You show up in the third inning and then you leave in the seventh uh, and you miss the music and then you get the sermon, then you leave. And um, there is so much for us to do in that time of worship time and, and praise. And I think it would help us tremendously to understand how to praise God, not just in that moment in church, but also just in our daily life. How do you praise God? What are you in awe of? 888-528-2557 is the number, 888-528-2557. Chris and Whittier, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, hi, Scott. Hi, Chris. First off, I want to say you are so the much the right guy for this job. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, Talking about praise, right? Yeah. And I'm sure it makes you feel great. I'm sure what it does is it unkinks all the hose and just makes you want to give even more generously. Yeah, I think and that's I think why that we're told to. Always in play. I think that's why we're told to always encourage each other and be uplifting. It it just makes a difference to everything and everybody. So thank you. Absolutely. Well, I'm a real believer in praise and worship as a martial art. Mm. What do you mean by that? We're, well, you know, we're in this world and we encounter a lot of tribulation, a lot of 
of what people call warfare. And I know that I've had a lot of very, just very difficult circumstances in my life. Um, and when it gets the darkest and the blackest, that's when I turn around, turn the, the fire hose on and praise God in the face of those troubles mm. as a martial art. Yeah. And what I'm thinking is that if every time the devil steps on you, you squeak praises of God, how long is going to continue to do that before he feels like you step on a nail? Right. That, you know? Yeah, I think that's an excellent point. Thank you, uh, Chris, for, for that. You know, in Psalm 100, where it says, shout to the Lord, the word shout is the same Hebrew word as the word for battle cry. It's the same word. It's meant to be loud, but it's meant to be passionate. And it can be something that you are praising because you are grateful about something, but it's also something that you do when you are burdened by something, when you are saddened, when you are afraid. You, you, it's your battle cry. You praise to the Lord. I think it's a, it's a really good analogy, actually, to say it is a, a martial art. It's something that uh, is so important. You know, in the scriptures, when David's son dies and David's response is then worship, uh, it's so moving and it will it will drive you to tears. But it matters. It matters greatly. Uh, thank you, Chris, for that. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. We're talking about praise. How do you praise God? What does it mean to you? What are you in awe of? Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Wendy in Orange County. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Wendy. I want to give you some praise because you ask such good questions every single day. I constantly want to call and answer. Well, thanks for calling. I'm glad that you're listening. Thank you for that. Yeah, sure. That's some praise for you, too. Well, thank you. Now, what do you think about <laughs> praise? How does it work for you? Well, when I became a Christian and God came into my life, he came in in such a profound way, and I, I don't know if that happens for everyone, but, you know, just answering answering my prayers so specifically, it's like I, you, I, I can't help but praise Him. Mm. And just every single day, there's nothing awkward about it. It's just become just such a natural thing, and I feel like every day... He does something that just completely amazes me. So I'm, I just feel like I'm living in awe of him every day. And I don't know the exact verse um, verbatim, but it's, um, you know, who is man that you take notice of us? Mm. And, and, you know, just, just the fact that he's this amazing, ultra genius creator that we can't even comprehend and has created every single thing that we see, that he takes notice of man and, and created us, and even in our sinful state, still loves us. That is worthy of his praise, like every moment of the day. So, so yes, praising every day for me is, is just, I have to do it. I, I, if I didn't do it every day, I would, I would probably feel sick or like something was missing from my life. Yeah, you know, uh, Psalm 8 is what you're looking for for that. Psalm 8, uh, verse 3, When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, that's the awe that I'm talking about, is that do we have this awe 
of God that he did that, you know, that he uh, He created those. That's part of praise. It's sort of like, I can't believe you did that. Like when I'm in, in awe of, you know, um, somebody who just does something incredible, right, that I don't have any skills to do, and they do that. I People who are artists, I do not have skills at all at making a painting. You know, my parents to this day will still say that I'm that I a really great artist, but they're they're blind or they're lying to me. But there are certain, you know, you you probably do have some talent. You're just modest or humble. Yeah. Every time I go out there, even to this day, I draw something and they put it up on the refrigerator. It's embarrassing. But uh, no, I'm not very good at it. But when I go and I see art and I see what an artist does, if you ever go to an art museum, you just stare at it. And there's for some reason, there's something that impacts you that doesn't impact. It's amazing. And uh, that's what God, that's what God's done with his creation. It's absolutely true. And I know exactly what you're talking about. And and I feel that way when I look at the old masters, but then, you know, also too, when you're watching the Olympics and you see a gymnast do these flips in the air and, and these amazing things with their body that you could never even imagine being able to do. Yeah, well, that, that I can you know, do. Can bring me to, it can bring me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wendy, thank you so much for your call. And the, the verse you're looking for is Psalm 8, 4, the following phrase, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? Uh, such a yes. Such a great reason to praise God. Thanks for your call, Wendy. You know, and that's what you praise God for, is that he's the creator. He created the moon and the stars and everything that, that NASA keeps sending us, these pictures of that telescope but the, the taking, and it's amazing. Well, God created that. The creator of that cares about you and cares so much for you that he knows the number of hairs on your head or that used to be there. He knows all of this about you and has an infinite amount of time for you. That's who this God is. That's, that's part of why we praise him. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Jay in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Scott. This is Rob Rob Jay. Listen, um, I just wanted to give a a quick testimony about praise. Yeah. Um, praise is what I am learning how to make a priority first thing in the morning without asking God for anything, like for fifteen minutes. Mm. And and Scott, it is amazing because it really aligns me with His Word. It gets me out of the way. It allows my faith to rise up. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know and, exactly and what you're saying. it just kind of puts me on course for the whole day. And when I don't do it, I can tell how my emotions may get, try to get the best of me, or the enemy tries to come in. So what I do, and you know that praise is a weapon, and you know God is showing the church how to do things just a little bit different, you know, with a different strategy and all. Yeah. And I, it's amazing, Scott, because... Once I get off the eyes, off of me, off of my emotions, just always on him and exalting him, not asking him for anything, I am telling you, Scott, it is it's mind-blowing. It is, it is awesome, and I just love it. And um, my day goes extremely well. And plus, you know, with the attacks of the enemy coming, you know, every which way. But if you have your atmosphere you know, in line with praise, and you love God, it just kind of keeps you in focus and in line, and it matures you, you know. Yeah. Um, you're not uh, whining, and, and you kind of just cancel all of that. 
but it's amazing. It's uh, something that, and I thank you for that, because I think we all need to hear that, because sometimes we don't realize, and thank you for your call, sometimes we don't, we maybe we just don't even trust the Word of God so much that I should do that, and sometimes we don't realize what we're missing until we do it. Does that make sense? It's kind of like uh, if you're if you're giving and you're generous and you you don't know how great that is until you do that regularly, praise is the same way. We often don't know. Psalm 100 says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. And then it says, Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. If you know that the Lord is God and and you recognize that every day, it'll change your attitude for the whole day. It will change your perspective on what needs to be done. And, you know, it will it will make the things that are bugging you a little smaller. You know, they don't always go away, but, you know, when we praise God, the things that are frustrating, the things that are irritating, uh, it gets smaller. And we make it a, a practice even to to praise one another, to build each other up for the things that we're doing. Uh, it makes the problems of this world a lot smaller. And, you know, when you know that God is God, that he made you, you are his, that only God knows you as well as anybody could possibly know you, you you thank him. It gives you purpose in life. It lets you face the hardest things in life because you know that there's something better on the other side, whatever it is, because you have eternal life promised to you. And so that's a question I've got for you. Is praising God a routine for you, something that you you plan to do and do well? Is it awkward? Maybe we don't because we just think, oh, that's weird, you know. Uh, why would I do that? Maybe we're, you know, what I'm telling you is that if it's, if you haven't really pursued this, if you haven't approached the music time at your church from a standpoint of praise and really getting into it that way, uh, you're missing out. And there is so much hope and joy that comes and completion of your relationship with the Lord by praise. 888-528-2557. What are you in awe of? How do you praise God? If you want to share that story, you can give me a call right now, 888-528-2557. Email address is SoCalLive at KKLA.com. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Wednesday edition of Southern California Live continues. Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, everybody. Southern California Live. It is a great day, even though hot. It's supposed to be hot for a little while. Take care of yourself out there. Take care of your neighbors. Make sure that they are taken care of as it's going to get pretty hot. You can join our conversation. The number is 888-528-2557. We've been talking about praise. 888-528-2557. You can also send me an email at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. The thing is about praise, and something I feel like we miss out so often as believers, is we always try to figure out what God's doing or how he did it. And we miss the idea of the transcendence of God, that actually God is bigger and greater than we can possibly imagine. That there are so many things about God that we we couldn't even begin to understand. And that's great. That's how we should be in awe of him. He's perfect. He's powerful. He's everywhere present. We can't even understand that, actually. And that's 
a great way to just be in awe of God. He is he is transcendent. He's bigger than we can imagine. But at the same time, he's imminent, meaning he's near us. Uh, that's That's extraordinary. And the idea that this transcendent God of the universe would want to be with you and me in relationship, that's unique to Christianity. That is a distinction of our faith. The idea that we are this transcendent God's friends, that he wants authentic relationship, he wants us to be in that relationship with him, that he wants us to be with him in that relationship, it's amazing. That is something that is a basic idea of our faith that we're created for the purpose of this relationship, and it's made possible through Jesus Christ. We chose to break the trust the Bible teaches us. We were unable to restore the relationship with God ourselves. He sends his son Jesus to do it in our behalf so that all who believe in him would now have everlasting life in perfection and relationship being with God forever. That's something that we praise God for. How do you praise God? What does this mean to you? 888-528-2557. Albert in Pomona, welcome to Southern California Live. How are you doing, Scott? Good, Albert. Hey, listen, I just want to tell you that uh, in 2000, I had a, a triple bypass. Mm. In 2014, I had a triple bypass. <laughs> and since then, I had a, oh, probably five or six uh, heart attacks, you know? Wow. Praise God that uh, he's been keeping me on this planet so far. Yeah, that is, uh, that's amazing. So how are you feeling today? Are you still there? Albert? Pardon me? You, you are, how are you feeling today? Oh, I'm feeling great. I mean, uh, it is, uh, like I said, I had about uh, probably seven heart attacks altogether. Huh. But uh, they're, they're little ones. I go to the hospital, stay there a day, two days, and then you throw me out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Albert, uh, why do you think that uh, God's keeping you around? Have you thought about that? You must think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I must think about it, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't. Uh, I can't convince a lot of people. I work with a bunch of uh, you know people that don't don't believe in God. Yeah, you know what, Albert? There's a reason. Maybe you'll never figure it out, but there's a reason that has something to do with a relationship that you're in, or have been in, or will be in with somebody who you're going to show the love of God to in your actions, or with your words, or even just in your amazing story. And praise yeah. God for that. Yeah, praise Him. <laughs> yeah, praise Him. Well, I'm glad that you're still here. Thanks for calling Southern California Live. Uh, Barbara, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello, Scott. Yeah, hi, Barbara. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. How is, um, you know, when I'm a 92-year-old. Yeah. And when I awaken in the morning, I repeat um, the Psalm 103. And ask the Lord to, I say, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless your holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Forget not all his benefits, who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all our diseases, who redeemed me from the pit and crowns me with loving kindness and compassion, who satisfies my days with good things, so my youth is renewed like the eagles. So how is praise and blessing the Lord, aren't they synonymous? 
yes, that's wonderful. Uh, what a great way to wake up every day. You you have taught us so many things just now. You said you're 92? Yep, and, in July. In July. Well, congratulations on being 92. And uh, do you feel 92? Uh-huh. It sounds like you don't. sounds like you feel like you're very young. I have no aches or pains. I just have a lot of sleepless nights, but mm. a good time to pray, right? It is, it is a good time to play. Will you pray? Will you bless, blessed us all? Thank you, Barbara, for your call. God bless you. Well, thank you. I just love listening to you from 3 to 5 every day. Well, thank you very much for being a listener of our program and for calling in today. Wow, that's uh, see, that's part of praise. It's the relationship. It makes her feel young. It makes her uh, get, and she is young, 92. I mean, she could run for president or something. 888-528-2557 is the number. Graves, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Graves, you with me? Hello. Yes, I am. Go ahead. God bless you. I wake up in the morning thanking God for another day. And I think Thanksgiving, praise, and worship are three phases of my my time that I spend with God, in addition to uh, listening to the Word. I, my eyesight is very poor right now, hmm. so I, 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 I can hardly, you know... Yeah. Read. I have different uh, uh, some eye conditions from a car accident, and then oh. I have eye, eye migraine. And and just believe God with me though that uh, He's going to heal me. You know, if that's His will. You know what I mean? Yeah, I and, do. But anyway, my Thanksgiving it starts with my Thanksgiving. Then my you know, and then praise and uh, and then worshiping. I mean, getting into that animals court. Where it's just myself and God. Yeah. I'm, I'm an intercessor, a called intercessor. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so you pray for people. God. I'm 75, and I got saved when I was seven. I, I knew what, I, I, I think I finally knew what salvation was about. And because I used to be on the floor uh, dancing with the saints, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. We were Pentecostals uh-huh. and uh, dancing with the saints. And then when I found out that they were, the Holy Spirit had overshadowed them, and that's why they were dancing. And ooh, that's a part of that can be a part of praise too. Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, but entering into that animal's court. Mm. Oh my goodness! Well, Graves, thank thank you, you so much for for sharing yes. this with us today. Um, you know, learning how other Christians praise God. It's something that can be um, a very, very powerful thing. Um, Richie writes that the praise that he has experienced in other communities, other ethnic groups, has taught him and his wife a great deal about how to praise God. And it's that's another thing that matters so much about even why we share our ways of praise and how we do that. When we get to heaven, it's all nations, right? Every group of people will be there praising God together probably in ways that none of us do because it'll be so much even greater in heaven, but learning from each other how we praise God. We can learn so much. We need to do so much more together, especially praising God. Uh, Terry writes uh, to our email address, SoCalLive at KKLA.com, just experiencing daybreak each morning causes me to praise God. How amazing is it that he faithfully gifts us with a new day together with sunlight, birds singing, and lizards running about? (laughs) 
does anyone stop to think what would happen if God failed to bring daylight? All of the world's leaders thinking that they are in control would panic if daybreak did not come one morning. Isn't that the truth? It is uh, a wonderful thing to even look at lizards running around as a reason to praise God. Sure is. Thank you, Terry, for that. You know, I, I think there are so many things that we can say about this that that matter. And if I can just encourage you, if you feel awkward about praise, if you feel like uh, maybe that's not something that you know how to do, get into the scriptures and just, just read the Psalms. You can just praise God through the Psalms. It's perfectly okay to plagiarize the psalmist's praise of God. Use that, think about it, meditate it, and and praise God that way. And you know, in, in time, you'll be able to sort of uh, write your own Psalms. I'm not saying that they're Bible, you don't publish them that way, but between you and the Lord, just praise Him for the different things going on. Include the lizards, include whatever it is that you see when you wake up and you realize that God has blessed you with another day. And then praise Him. You know, I think a good insight from this hour is the idea that praise is a martial art. It's a battle cry uh, that we have when we praise God. That's your battle cry. Whether you are ready to praise the Lord in victory over something that you've overcome or something that you've gone through, or you're going to shout out to the Lord because you're going into battle, whatever that means, whether it be sickness, whether it be controversy, just a hard time that comes, praising God completes your relationship with God. So praise God. Just find a way to do it. Use the words of Scripture to say them back to the Lord. When you go to church this Sunday— Look at those words, sing them to God. Don't worry about the person behind you or the person next to you. Don't sing for that person. Sing for the Lord and sing out and do it. You will be blessed. I promise you, you will. It will revolutionize your relationship with God. If, it's, if praise is something that's lacking, it will strengthen your relationship with him. So do that today. I hope this was helpful today uh, for you. Nelson writes, praise God uh, from whom all blessings flow. Thank you, Nelson. We will stay with that. God bless you, everybody. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We are together each and every weekday from 3 to 5 right here, and it is a blessing to be with you each and every day. Thank you for what you do, and I look forward to being with you again tomorrow from 3 to 5 on Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. Have a great night. God bless. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.